0: Hello and welcome to the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw, and I'm joined today by Colleen. How you doing, Colleen? Hello, John. Hello, Colleen. How you doing? Uh, I'm
1: reasonably well after that. What we've just watched. Yeah, it, I'm trying it to makes I'm... a change to watch something not bad.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> that's that's one interpretation. <laughs> um, now we've um, we've just watched an episode of Quantum Leap from 1992 called Heart of a Champion. Ninety-one. Is it?
1: Yeah, you guessed 92, but it was oh, 91.
0: All right, so it's from 91. It looked, To be honest, it, it did feel like something. It was probably aired in this country in 92. Oh, there fair we enough. There, there <laughs> Get out of jail free card. So we've just watched an episode of Quantum League from 1991 called Heart of a Champion, Series 3, Episode 20, starring Terry Funk.
1: And Scott Bakula, of course. Who's that? It's that bloke who plays... Um... Samuel Beckett.
0: Oh, is he the one who plays um, Captain Kirk in that Star Wars series? That's the one. Yeah. If you've never watched Quantum Leap before, the main character Sam Beckett, Doctor <laughs> Samuel Beckett, named after the absurdist playwright, no doubt. Um, he can time travel, but only within people. How would you describe? It? Would he? He kind of takes over their body for a bit. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Him? I mean, I think he leaps on a quantum level into their body. I don't understand the physics of this. I don't understand the physics, the biology, the... Well, as... Name, name a brand of science, I don't get it. Um, magic. See, so, yeah, I'm fine with magic. Okay. Magic's fine, yeah. It's when it's when they're talking about quantum so, physics. Or... Yeah,
1: what happens is he leaps into someone and some and they leap out and go into the quote-unquote waiting room.
0: Oh, is that is that what happens? Yeah, actually? a
1: couple of episodes, you see it.
0: Oh, right, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that... Because I, I didn't know whether it was a bit like a being John Malkovich thing, where the person no. was kind of watching no. from inside.
1: And uh, in the episodes where you see the waiting room, if one of these people looks at themselves in the mirror, they see um, Sam instead of themselves. Ooh, yeah, that's
0: uh, that's quite cool. Okay, I'm um, I'm I'm not giving the series enough credit. <laughs> so you are all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this so this episode anyway he. he Leaps into the body of a wrestler, he's in the middle of a match, and he's having a crap beating out of him. He's a Russian bad guy. He is. He's a terrible Russian heel, he's in a tag team with his Russian brother. And he has a more convincing accent than Lina. And he gets um, put into an aeroplane spin, spun around a bit, and then he does some kind of, I don't know, like a cartwheel kick?
1: or a. would a... describe it as like the Trouble in Paradise kick.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was kind of, um, I mean, yeah, they were saying, oh, this is a bad move, it's an illegal move. But he won the match in a minute and a half, and it was some big guy. He gave him a concussion. So we find out as well that it's July 1955, so it's set in the 50s. To be honest, it looks like it could have been modern day um, Georgia or Arkansas or (laughs) wherever it's set. So they've won the match, the promoter's pissed off, they start cutting the best promo ever. Do you know what I mean? I honestly think that the people in WWE should watch this and learn how to be heel. Because the brother, well, his name was Ronnie. I think so. He, he's leading the promo. He's talking about all these filthy capitalist pig dogs and all this. And they eat a poster. They eat a poster of the tag team world champions.
1: Brilliant. One of whom is Terry Funk.
0: One of whom is Terry Funk. He on the front row with his floozy. And um, the, I think this hat was a
1: 20-gallon hat that he was wearing. <laughs> it was
0: a great hat. <laughs> And he, I don't know, It was like, I mean, this was, what, nine ninety one. we said, and um, Terry Funk looked old in this. Yeah. And he's, I think he might have just retired from wrestling. Terry Funk
1: looked then how Jesse Ventura looks now.
0: Yeah. How old is Terry Funk now? He's got to be, like, in his his mid to late 90s, isn't he? uh, Possibly. Yeah. Because, I mean, he he was, he kind of had his career at that point, but then just... Kind of kept going and going and going. He
1: defies age. He ages in different ways. He ages on the outside, but seemingly not on the inside.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was the, um, what was that film, the Beyond the Math? Did you ever see that, where they were doing the things with his knees and they were just going, you shouldn't have knees. You shouldn't (laughs) be able to walk. You're crippled. Um, So, yeah, so he could walk and he, he was still, you know, still wrestling. We go back
1: to the locker room and you find out that these Russians, they're not Russian
0: yeah, they're American. What? Yeah, it was, it was a trick. They're not really Russian. And he comes out with the great line of, you're not really Russian? And he goes, no, of course not. Ha 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 Yeah. <laughs> like, if you, if you were in a tag team with uh, someone and you, you were in character as Russians and then you turn around and said, oh, you're not really Russian, you'd just be like, yeah. You, you wouldn't react like that. You wouldn't be like, ha ha, ha of course not. Especially when
1: this person is um, your brother as well. Yeah, exactly. It's... Or half brother, whatever it is, some sort of relation.
0: Either way, either way, it's it's rubbish.
1: You would say, "What are you jiving on about? You jive turkey, or isn't some? That's how they talked in the fifties?
0: I it? think so. Yeah, yeah. So um, the promoter comes in. He's pissed off because the match lasted about a minute, and and this is where Sam he realizes that it's all fixed. It's fake. Oh. But he gets told that these matches are fixed, but the title matches are real. Yeah. It's every See, man for himself.
1: What bothers me in some of these episodes of Quantum Leap is when we were watching this, I described Sam as the Renaissance. He's an expert martial artist. He can speak several languages. He can do really hard sums. He's a medical doctor. He's a physicist. He's... um got some sort of PhD in um, hieroglyphics or something like that as well, if I remember correctly. But the naivety of him when it comes to things like this is just ridiculous.
0: So when, I mean, just... I bet he's got a foot-long cock as well. (laughs) Just out of interest, like, when, when is the, you know, the main timeline of Sam Beckett's real life, when is that meant to be? It's, um... Early twenty first century, so
1: probably not far behind where we are now.
0: Right. Okay. So, because um, I, I just found it interesting that the throughout you've got this owl guy who's like a hologram and um,
1: carrying a device that
0: looks like it's made of Lego. Yeah, basically carrying a really clunky <clears throat> tablet. I don't know. It's like it, it's it's like when you read old sci fi books, and um, you know, it's set in a distant future, but then they've got like. You know, everything, like, oh, what was it? Some of, some of Robert Heinlein's novels where they're working out star charts and stuff and, you know, the best route through the stars and they're using electric slide rulers. <laughs> and, like, you know, there's all these vacuum tubes and things like that. It reminded me of that because the, the, the technology that Al's got, his tablet, just seems, like, way behind, you know what I mean? Like, all the stuff now. I mean, OK, fair enough, things like scanning medical records or whatever, but you'd think that if they the, can access that information that they'd be able to access it through you know, quite quickly and yeah. not, not have to keep going back through his portal to go, oh, i will better go and check with the big computer. Yeah. Unless I suppose it's a bit like a limited... Um, like, you know, the Apple Watch. Yeah, um, it.
1: maybe it's a bit like Deep Thought in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And it, yeah. this big computer's try to work out the answer to life, the universe and everything... And the reason it's taking seven and a half million years is probably because people like Al keep you know, putting it off and saying, what happened to this guy?
0: This is a bit where Terry Funk's hot floozy comes in. She was a hot... She, she was a sexy young lady. Let me say young, right. probably mid-30s. Okay, She was a sexy mid-30s lady. <laughs> um, she's got a, a 1950s garb on. She goes up to Sam, starts flirting with him, saying that he's, oh, you're so young and hot. And then she goes to kiss him. And who should come in? Is it um, Dory Funk? It's Terry Funk. Terry Funk. The wrong one. Oh,
1: Oh, we've got to point out as well that um, Sam's character, who he's leaped into, is also called Terry.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And this woman is called Sherry, I think. Sherry, yes. So Sherry is flirting with
1: Terry. That's the name of the twin girls in The Simpsons.
0: Yeah. Sherry and Terry. Sherry and Terry. And then Terry Funk... (laughs) <laughs> comes in um, to uh, basically cut a promo on... Um, pushes him on in some... a locker. Yeah, what, what does he say? Pushes
1: he cut... him in a locker, cuts a promo on him. Yeah. I can't remember what he says, but he pulls the door off and folds it against his head.
0: I can tell you exactly what he said. He said, watch your step, Peewee, or I'll break you in half.
1: Then proceeds to fold a door over his head.
0: That was a bit weird. It was. Because I, I, I didn't understand the point of that like what's (laughs) like what's that proving
1: that he can fold doors he can do um, origami with doors he can fold doors Mm. on his head he can also make them into precise ones.
0: but he didn't do that no no that I would have been impressed with and I would have I wouldn't have been intimidated by it if that had happened I would have been in awe and then he could have like low blowed me (laughs) oh imagine that in a wrestling match just suddenly someone starts doing a, a really intricate origami that's the distraction finish. How good would that be on Raw?
1: <laughs> well, it's got to be better than every other Come distraction finish you have in every other match.
0: Fandango needs a new gimmick. Come on. He could, he could do that. Imagine if he presented people with... the uh...
1: Fandango's gone full circle. He might as well be Johnny Curtis
0: again. <laughs> Al turns up. And this is this is always good. Because this is where he gives you all the backstory, everything yep. you need to know. And it's also the bit where he usually gets interrupted... <laughs> just as he, just you know, as he's about to tell you what the main purpose of the episode is.
1: Well, he's usually busy perving to get his story out. If He just stopped perving for one moment and then got everything out. Then
0: when when you say got everything out to you, wow. hey. hey, see, see. Um, so like you... his cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Colin, <laughs> this podcast, this podcast used to be a fine podcast until you came along. In, in the, the first, first episode, and ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so yeah, so from from, from episode one, you have brought the quality of this podcast down,
1: and then Dean came along.
0: Ooh. ooh feud. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm wanting you and Dean to do an episode, or even a triple threat. I'll see, I'll see whether you two start feuding.
1: All right, but don't get me started on Scott.
0: I'll tell Terry that he's called Terry. Um, that he's a wrestler, and then he's about to tell him his mission, what he needs to do to leap away. And yeah, this is where they find out that they're getting a title match. Hooray! And who's their manager? Mummy. Yeah, it's their mum.
1: Then um, you find out at that point Al says, Oh, did you just say you're getting a title match? Then you find out, But that match can't go ahead, otherwise, he will die. He won't die. Sorry, other one will die.
0: Ronnie will die. His Ronnie brother. will die. Oh. You ever see
1: that film, um The Wrestler?
0: Yeah. It was quite good. Yeah, it was alright, wasn't it?
1: Um this was a bit like that, only the acting quality or the story quality differed. <laughs>
0: That's a way of putting it. So yeah, so this so what you're saying is is it had the same wrestler, shouldn't be wrestling anymore god damn it he's gonna yes so yeah basically the same film so when people say that wizard of oz is basically star wars or lord of the rings is basically um three, star wars. three men and a little lady or um speed is basically speed two but on a bus Cruise instead of Control. yeah or home alone is basically home alone too but instead of him getting lost in new york he's just in a house with some with some burglars any more no, I think that that's about the extent of my movie knowledge. Apart from those starring wrestlers that what, we've reviewed. What about *Baby's Day Out*? Don't know.
1: Okay, fair enough. That's like *Rugrats* but real.
0: No, you're thinking of *Star Wars*. <laughs> yeah. The one with, um, yes, the care, the, the, one with the care bear. The, the Star Wars episode with the, um, with the Samuel Beckett off of the Quantum Leaps, in he played Captain Kirk. I think it was an episode called *Battlestar Galactica*. <laughs> you get a cold bell <laughs> well this is what happens when you don't do research I told you it's, uh, i just, I just wing it so next we get uh, Sam in a pub sorry they're not pubs are they in America sorry you get Sam in a, in a bar in a confederacy bar they've got all the confederacy fans and facts. they're drinking pale ale they are drinking pale ale which is fine I, I'm quite partial to a pale ale I prefer a good hoppy ale to be honest but uh, you know but you get what you pay for yeah, well, exactly. Or just you can get it for cheap you know, in a in a in a weather spoons, but it depends on the, the range that they've got on that night. Mm. But, all day. <laughs> or morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As tends to be. It's like, yeah, I'll have um what is it, the the all day breakfast and yeah. What what, what drink would you like with yeah, that? A <laughs> couple, couple of pints and a yeah Did I tell you that? this is a tangent, but I went for breakfast in a weather spoons in Pudsey a couple of weeks ago with um, Claire and Isaac and we went for the breakfast I I had a full breakfast this was about half eight in the morning and there were lads in there it was the bank holiday actually last bank holiday yeah so um lads in there and they're like ah oh, yoga bombs so they were ordering yoga bombs and the barmaid was like are you sure you want to be ordering yoga bombs at this this time of the day <laughs> And he's like, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, never, we never get time off work. Oh, bless
1: them. So, uh, yeah. Were they going to the seaside like in one of those old films? I
0: think they were going to die. <laughs> I think, I think if, if I'd stayed in the pub that day, it would have got messy. So, anyway, um, tangent. The, um...
1: But an interesting one for a
0: change. Shut up. So, yeah, so, so Sam is in the bar with his brother. Ronnie tells Sam that he needs to start using the sleep hold. That uh, troubling paradise kick's no good. He's got to go for a good, good solid sleep hold. Block yeah. off the oxygen. That's how he's going to win. Got a device, maybe. I think to be honest, you need a selection of moves to counter and and respond to different situations. That's so, right. You know. But
1: as someone who has um, dabbled in a touch of martial arts, a, a good quality sleeper hold is it's a wonderful move.
0: It is. In fact, to be honest, you, you had a uh, a mean wrist lock, I'll give you that. Yeah. Mean mean armbar.
1: In fact, so if, if we ever go back to doing judo, just avoid doing anything that involves falling over and just do the holds, I'll be all right. Well,
0: you're all right. You don't need to do any martial arts. You've got tap-out shorts now, Colin, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> that's enough, isn't it? That's what that's what all the cool kids have. So, we find out at this point that the other brother... They've got another brother called Frank. Where's Frank. Frank is deceased. Yeah, do you know what happened to him, Colin? He died in the ring. Did we ring. find out how? Yeah, he died in, in the, the ring. ring. Yeah, it oh. was it was a heart heart issue, but they weren't really sure. There was there was a mystery. What was the mystery, Colin? They never answered it. They didn't they didn't tell us what the mystery. was. That's some was. poor storytelling. Yeah, yeah, they were like, uh, because they built it up actually. They were like, oh yeah, he he had this issue with his heart, but there was they
1: could have made it congenital in that stage. Yeah, there
0: was something else. And they're like, oh, what was that? We don't know yet. Mm. I'll find out. Never told us at all. Rather than
1: having this stupid storyline of, oh, yeah, it's an illness that he had when he was a child. But we'll come back to that later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, At this point, some uh, rednecks come up and recognise the... um... I'd call them hicks. Okay. I don't don't know what the... the... All right. (laughs) Some locals then come up to them, whatever they are. Yes. Hillbillies, hicks, rednecks. I don't know what the... I don't know. I don't know if these terms are derogatory or accurate. Maybe but, one of our uh, listeners can tell us. Yeah, angry emails, please. <laughs> WWA podcast um, at gmail dot com. Please uh, clarify what a I don't know Georgian Arkansas, 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 Arkansas is it? Pronounced? Arkansas, yeah, yeah. What they're um, what they are. So they go up and they, they recognise them as the mean Russians or whatever they're called, and then he goes. We ain't no Russians. Sam's like, no, no, you don't, you, don't, you don't want to fight. You don't want to fight. You'll probably beat us up anyway. There's no point.
1: They think that they're Russian spies and start comparing them to German spies from yeah. that war that happened a couple of years before.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're talking about them being commies and all this. And then Sam goes, oh, come on, Ronnie, let's go. And they go. But then what happens?
1: The fight starts and they beat
0: him up. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So some kicks. It was kicks purely
1: self-defense.
0: Yeah. So they cut to a family meal. What is it? it's Ronnie's wife they're there with the kid, and she she seems to be against this whole idea of wrestling. She doesn't like violence, does she, Colin? No. What does she say? What's the big big line of satire she uses?
1: If I wanted to watch violence, then I can watch the news.
0: That was good. So we see that Ronnie's got a home life, he's got a kid, the kid's not very old, there's a wife, She she's worried about him, she keeps going about his health.
1: There's mother as well.
0: Yeah. He stands up, and he's dizzy. We, we're starting to get these hints uh oh shit, maybe he's got a health problem as well. See, I was thinking
1: brain problem at that point.
0: Yeah, the way he was acting, it did seem like he was having like a <clears throat> mini-stroke or something, or some kind of... Blockage
1: of some sort.
0: Yeah. So Sam's talk to his mum and he says that Ronnie isn't well. He doesn't need to do the match. And that he'd, he'd quit if it wasn't for the fact that he promised to win the tag team titles for his brother, Frank.
1: Terry then retires to his trailer. And then who should come along? Or oh, who's waiting for him, actually? The floozy looking yeah. quite hot, actually.
0: I'll tell you what, those shorts... <laughs> Good shots. They were some great shots. Yeah,
1: and um, you can tell how hot she is because she's melting an ice cube upon her bosom on
0: her décolletage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the technical term, apparently. I thought it was jugs. Yeah. So she <laughs> she's um, rubbing an ice cube on her décolletage. Jugs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> those shorts. <laughs> they were great. Yeah, she had these um, really good red... High cut,
1: slightly above the belly button, but high, high cut on the thighs. Yes,
0: yes. Very good, very good. Very, uh, very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a married man, dammit. i have to um, see where I can get him from. <laughs> and then, um,
1: what's he called again? Terry Fung. Terry Fung. What's his character called? I don't uh, even know.
0: I don't
1: know. Alright, let's say Terry he yes, was Terry he Funk. He was Terry Funk. He wasn't acting. Terry Funk came along and we find out off um Al who leaps in that um And has a good perv. And has a well, yeah, but <laughs> Of
0: course
1: <laughs> We find out that she seems to get off on um watching her partner beat people up.
0: Yeah, and he he i Al says something like, Oh yeah, she's There's uh, a
1: trail of um a trail of dismembered People
0: and broken necks across the east oh, coast. Yeah. yeah, so brilliant. So she she's obviously a bit bit odd then.
1: Yeah, and there's a great bit where he's trying to make good on his escape, and um, he pulls the curtain back, and you just see Terry Funking a round window going. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was good. <laughs> he closes the curtain, yeah. and the, the floozy goes, "I don't think that will help." <laughs> Good yeah, he
1: partially rips off the door and struggles his way in as Sam is making good his escape through the roof. He charges and um, Sam lifts his legs and he bonks his own head and um, falls over and, uh, and sells it like Terry Funk. And um, she says, oh, you can't even do anything right to him.
0: Yeah. I
1: just thought, bless him.
0: But he's done a right for himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, OK, maybe she's got a bit of a... Bit of a psycho, uh, I want to (laughs) say. But that aside, those shorts, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Sam goes to see the promoter, who's um, also a trainer. He has a private chat with him and says that Ronnie isn't well. And um, they talk about it in the bar with um, the two biggest shots of Jack Daniels I've ever seen.
0: And then there's a bit of a, um, what I could only call a medical intervention.
1: Yeah. And um, he's given the worst check-up I've ever seen, which is he um, is given a blood pressure test and then has a stethoscope placed on on his back to check his lungs and his heartbeat and that's that.
0: Al appears.
1: He's fit as a fiddle, is what the doctor says.
0: And uh, Al goes, oh, did did he pick anything up? And he said, only his medical bag as he left. (laughs) Best line of the whole thing. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was up there. Yeah, I think the best line in the. Oh, I'll Yeah. I make a pervy comment about those shorts again. Um, <laughs> so we've had this medical stuff go on, and then the mum turns up. Sam mentions, "Oh, I think you you, you had this disease when you were eight, and uh, you you know it's made your heart really weak, and that's that's why you you've got to get checked out by by a medical people by a hospital." It gets her attention,
1: basically, because she says, you nearly died from that. He said, oh, I'm, I'm all right, I'm fine, and all that. And um, so she started to be convinced from that.
0: Yeah, and she, and she says, oh, well, maybe, maybe we should wait, maybe we should wait, you know, this is, uh, it could be dangerous, you know, you were really sick, really ill. At this point, Ronnie reminded me of, you know when AJ Styles does a fired-up promo, and it's a, not very convincing, and the acting's terrible. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I do. It, it, it was like that. He did an unconvincing promo about how he made a vow to Frank. And he's going to do this match. And he's going to win the tag team championships. Yeah. And he says he'll, he'll wrestle no matter what. So that's good. it so that is
1: good. He's dedicated to the craft.
0: Yeah. So this story is... <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, it's not really
1: going anywhere, is it's it? It's a
0: bit melodramatic, let's say. He's like, damn it, I've made a vow. I don't care about my health. And, and Sam, um, Sam goes, even if you die, he says.
1: Even if I die. Yeah. Drama. But Sam concocts a plan.
0: He does. He decides he's not going to tag out. Yeah. Quite clever. Yeah.
1: This is the only point in the show where the predetermined nature of wrestling is alluded to. When um, Sam and Terry, or whatever they're called, Terry and June, <laughs> keep saying that um, you know they're going to win the titles, and mm. the promoter saying you're not going to win the titles. You know that's not how it works. You're Russians, you can't win. And they say, but we're not Russians. Then, <laughs> we're from Arkansas. <laughs> well, I know that, and you know that, but your characters are Russian, so you can't win.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's the only time that the um, the written nature is alluded to. Then um, Terry Funk comes along and um, basically declares it a shoot. He wants to hurt him for um, not having sex with his missus. So at that point, the match then starts and you find out it's been going on for an hour. They're having a, a fight to the death. And what, what happens, John?
0: He um, it, it does a, a, an, an atomic drop <laughs> followed by... Another atomic drop. Now, for <laughs> the, the non-wrestling fans... And we, we, we have actually got some non-wrestling fans who listen to this podcast. We've got people who are into films. Who, so I know, I know they've got in touch with us. And, you know. So an atomic drop, if you imagine picking someone up and then putting them down on their feet...
1: No, that, that's a inverted atomic drop. Oh, go on then. A proper atomic drop, you place young... Um, Basically, between their bum cheeks, so it's on resting on the coccyx. Yeah, then no, you sort of lift them up on on your shoulder, then slam them down on TNG so you're hurting their coccyx. That's what an atomic drop does. So, one of those done as a shoot would be very nasty, but Mm. a proper inverted atomic drop you pick someone up.
0: Well, there were inverted atomic drops then. Ah. Let's let's give the
1: (laughs) inverted atomic drop. You're facing. You pick them up. You put them down, and your knee is somewhere in between their legs, but mm. nowhere near the knackers or coxicks. Yeah. So I don't <clears> understand <throat> it. No,
0: no. Um, so the the what is the, there's a pile driver in there. There's a pile driver.
1: There's a back breaker, a shoulder breaker.
0: Yeah. The directing of this match. It reminded me. You know. You know. We've been watching some of those really bad. Um, kind of WCW <laughs> pay-per-views, and the directing has just been all over the place, and they've had things like air cam, and ref cam, and uh, all this, yeah, it, it reminds like me that. that, it was awful, really bad, I mean, yeah, I mean, you've got to use smoke and mirrors, haven't you, because obviously, uh, I don't think, well, maybe, maybe Sam Becky could, could work as you a wrestler, probably you know. could, but, uh,
1: the absurdist playwright,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's part of the gimmick like, of, course, of course Samuel Beckett's gonna know how to uh, read hieroglyphics and wrestle <laughs> but, mm-hmm.
1: but um, yeah you find out that this match has been going on for an hour and then it looks like um, Ronnie is trying to tag in and at no point do you ever see Terry Funk try and tag out he throws Sam out of the ring over the top rope and um, down to the concrete floor and then Al appears to check up on him after declaring that there's a 75% chance that he's going to die in the ring
0: himself.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's three to one. I like those odds.
0: Yeah, so um, he decided... Well, he this is, this is where I thought the storytelling was a bit off as well, because um, Sam, you know, he goes to win the match, and what does he beat him with? And sleeper a hold, a sleep because... Hold. Um,
1: Al suggests that he tranquilises him. Yeah. Puts him to sleep.
0: So he uses sleep hold. Now, I honestly think that what he should have done is tried the sleep hold, it didn't work, and then he got in with the kick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If if I if I That was, kick that everyone hated. Yeah. If he'd have won the match with the kick and then everybody cheered. That would he have would been great. he would have got that kick over. Yeah. I think I think if I if I was booking that match that's how I would have done yeah. it. But yeah. you know, what do I know? I'm just a uh Skinny fat guy or whatever the wrestlers call us, <laughs> jabroni. I don't know. Mark. Armchair warrior. I don't know. A
1: Mark. Nah. Do you remember that Mark when we went to see PCW, the John Morrison? Fight? I
0: think we've mentioned him a few times <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> He's stuck in your mind, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh I wait, mean, yeah. I, I I like wrestling. I'll 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 admit to the people on this podcast. I'm sure they won't hold it against me. But I don't. I'll, I've never considered myself to be a Mark. Always a fan, you know. And to yes. be honest, there's not a lot to be a fan of with the current product. Apart from NXT, which is great. Well,
1: it's okay at the minute. And
0: Paige. Um... And Paige. <laughs> but... What about Blue Pants? Oh, yeah, Blue Pants is great. Yeah. In fact, yeah, that's NXT, though. Well, yeah. That, that comes under the umbrella of, of NXT. So, yeah. So, uh, let's wrap up
1: this um ever-going-on episode of yep. Quantum Leap. They're talking in the back, um, you know, he's, he says, I know what you did there. You think you're pretty smart, don't you? And then um, Sam th- says, yep, and you're going to the hospital now or i am gonna put you in a sleeper hold. Yeah. And then um, Terry Funk is sort of dragged in and she's not happy. But you find out that the other guy, before it comes to an end, um, Ronnie... He does go to the hospital, gets some pills for his heart, but never wrestles again. Yeah. However, his son becomes a silver medal
0: in professional uh, wrestling.
1: In, yeah. <laughs> silver medal at the 68 Olympics. Yeah. So something goes well. Happy and happy then, as, as Sam is about to leap, he goes to kick um, the hottie woman up the bum. And then he leaps into someone who's about to get nuked yeah. and says, Oh boy. Of course it does. And then it goes off. Yeah. Bristol stool chart, John. <laughs> Let's pull this out. One to seven. Oh. I give it a two on the Bristol stool chart. It was... It wasn't bad. It was entertaining. But... Entertaining in a way where you're getting into a good book when you're sat on the toilet because you constipate. <laughs> you don't want to be there, but you're getting through it. And then... As you you made this point about um, Mad About You, it felt like something was being forced here. So I think constipation
0: is definitely where we're at. No, I'm with you on that. I think the... Okay, the issue I had with this, right, Right. apart from the storytelling and the acting and the character development, story arc, and melodramatic... And science. And exposition and science. Apart from that, (laughs) the issue that I had was... Um my wasn't in own... off red shorts yeah they should have just had you know, an error of that that would have been great no the, the issue was I have a lot of fond memories of watching Quantum Leap and I think this is a thing where maybe I should have left it in the past do you know what I mean going back to Quantum Leap I thought back in the day I thought wow the, the effects on this are amazing <laughs> you know? and I just thought that the shows were really compelling and they're just great stories and really wasn't it was it was quite disappointing and it wasn't just disappointing yeah, because yeah. you know we've watched stuff where it's disappointing because it's just a bit crap and we've wasted time watching it and reviewing it um this one was doubly disappointing <clears throat> because i thought the episode wasn't very good and the Kind of spoil a bit of my memories, my fondness for Quantum Leap. So are you putting it as a one on the store chat? No, I'll give it. I'll, I'll I'll stick with. I'll I'll go with your two, to be honest, because it was there was a lot of constipation, um, there were a lot of things like, for example, the um, mystery over the the brother's um, death, you know. Yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more about that. Where, where was that?
1: There's only so much you can pack into 45 minutes, so.
0: No, but he, a line. Yeah,
1: know. okay, that's fair. You
0: know, and surely they could have just, instead of having the bit where Terry Funk puts a, a door on his head. Actually, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was fine.
1: That, <laughs> that introduces him, so I've got no problem with that.
0: Um, but yeah. Maybe they could
1: have skipped the bar fight.
0: Yeah, that seemed a bit pointless actually. The um the but yeah, so I suppose Terry Funk, I mean, his his role was to be Terry Funk. Yeah. And I think he did it perfectly adequately. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was fine. He was fine. <laughs> he, he did a he did a perfect Terry Funk. I mean, what can you say? Who else can do a
1: perfect Terry Funk?
0: I'll tell you what, I could tell you who can do a good Terry Funk. Jim Ross can do a good Terry Funk. Listen to his podcast. He has a lot of uh, <laughs> Jim uh, Terry Funk impressions, and they're, they're pretty funny. Yeah, Jim, Jim Ross is surprisingly funny. Actually, he's.
1: Uh, yeah. Sure, he is. I'm just gutted that I'm going to be on holiday when um, him and Shawn Michaels are doing Manchester.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, there you go. I think you should go and take your mobile phone and record it for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, it was all right, wasn't it? It was fine. It was... Better than Mad About You. It was better than Mad About You. Although I did have the thing in Mad About You of going, "Wow, it's Jeff from Kirby Enthusiasm."
1: Yeah, but I hate Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, such a fool, such a <laughs> jump. you
0: would have to watch it. Maybe it's because I'm not Jewish. Yeah, we look. We can sort that out. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got my ways. What I'm asking from the listeners, if you enjoy our show, um. Just take two minutes of your time. Share one of our links on Twitter, maybe on Facebook. Share it with your friends. Tell someone about it. If you like what we do, tell people. Tell us about it. Yeah, tell tell us, us what to write, uh, yeah. to,
1: what to rant about.
0: Yeah. Send your suggestions to um, com or we're on Twitter at wwapodcast. You can review us on iTunes as well. That will help us reach a bigger audience or on Stitcher. Um, Stitcher, Stitcher, yeah, Never heard of it, I heard about that It's just a podcasting platform. Okay, um, it's a bit like a poor man's iTunes, but it's great. We love it. Um, it's, yeah, it's basically a poor man's iTunes. We're isn't?
1: on TuneIn Radio as well. Yeah, we're on That's Radio. That's where to be.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, It's all right. It's a great app. <laughs> yeah, review us, uh, share us, like us. We don't ask for donations. We don't ask. We don't have sponsors or adverts.
1: What someone should do, actually, is phone up um, Wrestling Observer Live and mention us on that. Yeah,
0: plug us. Well, just plug us on everything. Just, (laughs) uh, you know, let's start a campaign, let's start a movement. The, I don't know, hashtag when wrestlers act, get lots of people listening to it movement. I mean, we'll have to work on the hashtag, clearly. Uh, That's fine. That's fine. That's going to be unique. It is, yeah. We'll be back in a fortnight with a new episode. So um, until then, cheerio.
1: Bye.